Jay Busby of Yahoo Sports joins the podcast to discuss a recent story that he had published on Yahoo Sports titled Everybody Loves Peyton Manning, but for how much longer? Jay, thank you for taking a few minutes coming on the podcast and and talking about this story that you published. Thank you, my friend. Happy to be here. Well, let's go ahead and just dive into it. A lot of people uh, showed some criticism of the story against Peyton Manning. I took the time to read it myself. Uh, I kind of agree uh, w- with, I guess you could say, the, the angle of there's a lot of people that they get criticized, uh, athletics, uh, public figures, politicians, you name it, in today's society. Just because you disagree with them, you want to bring them down. And that's basically the, the angle that you went with. Uh, everybody, quote-unquote, loves Peyton Manning in his... Uh, humor that he provides but for how much longer because uh, he, he did have a couple incidents which I don't think they were all that big of a deal in his past but you you, you are in a sense right that, that give it some time people will start hammering that in and kind of bring Peyton Manning down. Yeah we are in a society now that, that, you know, taking Peyton out of this for, the, for a moment we're in a society that, that really divides people into us or them and this isn't just the media I mean this is just look at your Facebook feed you know, look at look at any time that you hear anybody talking about anything that, that even gets within the the, the, the uh, hundred yards of politics. You're either with us or you're against us, and so and and that that trend that need to divide us into tribes has moved over into sports, where you think of uh, Megan Rapinoe and Serena Williams and LeBron James. They're on one side of the divide, and then plenty of athletes are on the other side of the divide. So, you know, owners are on the other side of the divide. So. Peyton Manning has managed to avoid that. You know, he's he's a, he's a beloved guy. He's a he's, he, he is like you said. You know, he's he's done well across the board. No one seems to have a real problem with Peyton Manning. My question is, when is Peyton going to come into those crosshairs, and what's going to happen when he does? I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking for it. I'm not calling for it. But it's it's a reality of America in 2019, and to ignore that is just foolish. Are you on the side where you're just kind of sick and tired of seeing this? Because I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm in a weird position because uh, every time that we write about something like this, it does huge numbers, but it does numbers from outrage. And I'm not really interested in just pissing people off just to piss them off. You know, I mean, it's easy to do that. I could go and write an article every single day about, oh, Trump did this and, and then took criticism for that. That's that's easy. That's that's weak writing. That's that's cheap. And that that cheapens the whole idea of journalism. So from that standpoint, I'm kind of tired of it. But by the same token, you know, some of it is newsworthy. Some of it is just rabble rousing. But it's but yeah, in a, in a larger sense. Yeah, man, I hate the idea that that you we are we're, we're relitigating things against people from their past and we are we are canceling them. I think that's a really dangerous route to be going down. And you mentioned LeBron James, and of course he's with the Lakers one year in there in Los Angeles, and he previously lived in L.A. when he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers the second time. And I remember in the NBA Finals, uh, I forget which year it was, but they were, they were playing Golden State again. And right before the, the that series started against Golden State, uh, someone he that he claimed put racist remarks uh, i guess with with paint or spray paint on the side of his house there's no police report nothing and right where are the journalists in that digging stuff up like that it, it's uh, that's another element i don't like to see that 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 people on this platform that the athletes uh, can put 
propaganda out there and not really back it up and you don't have other reporters going after that trying to say hey where's the proof on this yeah that's a, i mean that's a real good question and i'm not an nba reporter so i can't comment on the, the the validity or lack of validity but you know obviously i can comment that yeah it seems like there should have been something more doesn't it it seems like there should have been some more follow-up on that you know i'm not quite ready to go down the conspiracy theory route but just again you know i, I laid out facts in my Peyton article just laying out facts from this there's some there are some curious facts surrounding that story as well so yeah i mean i, I agree with you i think that no one should be exempt from the kind of journalistic due diligence. Even if you like somebody, you know, even if your politics align with somebody, if you're going to be a journalist and not a propaganda person, then you need to you need to step up and you need to, to put them under the same microscope that you would put someone who's on the other side of the political aisle from you. Well, do you think that is the reason why Peyton Manning really doesn't want to get into the limelight? kind of like you mentioned in your story a little bit about not joining Monday Night Football or even being an owner with the NFL franchise. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly not saying that Peyton has anything to hide, but but that's not necessarily a prerequisite to, to having people come after you. I mean, he does have some incidents in his past that viewed through a present-day lens are, 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 you know, would, would draw questions. So I think it's probably, I mean, I'm not sure it's the, the chief reason, but the idea of all of a sudden having people turn a microscope on, on your past, the ways that you acted when you were 20 years old, yeah, that might not be the most appealing to a guy in his late 40s. Well, Jay, you're, you are a Memphis guy. You went to University of Memphis, and uh, that was about the same time uh, that, that Peyton Manning was quarterback at Tennessee. Of course, Peyton lost to Memphis uh, in his college days. Uh, do you think that's a series that should be reinstated? Uh, more, I don't think it's been played since 2010. Yeah, it's been a while, man. I would love that, man. I mean, you know, Memphis, I, I, was, I was a grad student there, so I was in grad school, so I wasn't quite the, you know, hardcore undergrad. I was, I was a little bit older than that, but I, but I love football, love basketball, love Memphis basketball and all that. And, and Memphis, you know, the University of Memphis has such an inferiority complex to Tennessee and to Ole Miss and to the SEC schools around it. I would love to see, I think Anthony Hardaway's bringing back a little bit of that swagger to the basketball program. I would love to see the football program step up and take its rightful place as a, as a strong power as well. Yeah, it would be good to see because we, we saw that the uh, Tennessee and Memphis basketball series get renewed this year. Yes. And it came back uh, in pretty good fashion with uh, some of the heat between Rick Barnes and Penny Hardaway. Uh, with the uh, clenching of the fist that, that Penny claimed uh, with the YouTube players, so it's it's <laughs> yeah. back in full force already. Dude, I love that stuff. I love it so much. You know, I love some, a good regional rivalry, and because here's the thing, man, we've seen now what it's like to have a rivalry where people really hate each other. You know, on the political sense. So, I mean, at the end of the day, a Memphis slash UT rivalry in Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Georgia Tech, these are good things because, you know, you can enjoy that kind of rivalry, but there's, at the end of the day, you know, you're both from the same state. You're both, you're both uh, the colleagues. You're both Americans, for lack of a better term. And so, yeah, I'm, not, I'm all for that kind of rivalry. I would love to see it come back between Memphis and UT. Well, Jay, last thing on the way out, kind of just talk about some of the criticism that you did receive from that story. I, I caught a little bit of it on Twitter. I just Sometimes you got to laugh it off because you just kind of wonder if people actually read the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
mean, you know, here's the thing. It goes back to what I was saying about Republicans and, and, and Democrats and so forth. And, you know, I will, I will freely admit that my outlet, Yahoo Sports, tends to, to lean a little bit more to the left. I think that's pretty obvious, the way that, that other organizations lean to the right. That's just the way that a lot of opinion writers write. I myself have written some anti-Trump articles. I've written some, some, some uh, articles that are much, much more favorable to Trump. But... As soon as people, but, but because of those reasons, I think as soon as people see the word Republican in there, they assume that I'm being critical of, of Republicans, of conservative beliefs. I'm not. I wasn't. Peyton can believe whatever he wants to believe. It's, it's A, not my business, and B, not my judgment. And people thought that, you know, Peyton, as we know, has some Republican connections. He's donated to Republican candidates. He's, he's in Republican causes. They assumed, there are a lot of people who assumed that I was making a value judgment on that. Farthest thing possible from the truth. And so I think that that's where a lot of people leaped up, thought that I was character assassinating Peyton. What I told them was, if I was trying to character assassinate Peyton, if I was trying to do a hit pace on Peyton Manning, I'd lead off by saying Peyton Manning should be canceled. I don't believe that at all. I didn't say that at all. I would, if, I was trying to, if I was trying to attack somebody, I'd do it in the headline, I'd do it in the first line. I wouldn't hide it down the middle of the article. Well, Jay, uh, thank you for taking a few minutes coming on and, and discussing the story. And uh, it's always good to talk Tennessee Memphis also. Absolutely, my man. I want to get up there for a Tennessee football game this year. So, you know, if you can hook me up with a parking place, uh, I may have to come in under a secret identity, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I definitely want to get up there. Yeah, I think parking's the, the critical thing because it's hard to park or find a place to park uh, that's pretty easy on UT's campus. Yeah, it's. I mean, at any SE school, you're looking at a at a two mile hike, so you got to find a church somewhere and park there, and then and then hike your way in. All right, Jay. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I do appreciate. I appreciate it. it. Thank you so much for having me.